Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. We're the great right. guys. I like We're the great guys cast. <laughs> I like things that are great. Oh, well, then you'll love this. Uh, you'll love this show. Fantastic. Hi, everybody. Uh, uh, hello, everyone. <laughs> yeah, hello. My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. I'm, and I'm Jeff May. May You're Jeff, May. Jeff yeah. May. I'm Jeff. I'm that Jeff. Ah. And and we just watched the, the Batman. Batman. He's Batman. He's the Batman. He's the Batman. He's the Batman. I watch Batman sometimes. Fear is a tool. But when that light hits the sky. It's not just a goal. It's a warning. He does not understand, but we... <laughs> Look we at him. Up. He cannot... He does not... He has no idea. <laughs> oh, Jeff... Jeffrey, yeah. thanks for being on. I know you're not a huge Batman guy, but mm-hmm. thanks for doing this anyway. Yeah. I mean, um, I, it, it's one of those things where it's like you just were like begging me to do it. And I was like, fine, yeah. I'll break my no Batman streak. Yeah. And just fucking uh, we'll watch Batman. So uh, I, as as people might know, there is a Batman movie out uh, that is three hours long that uh, we all watched. So that's yeah. just setting up, setting up it's the thing we podcast. Did. We, did, we, we, we decided to team up. Um, mm-hmm. And add Jeff, because Jeff, I don't know if you knew about this, but we do a show together where you and yeah. I watch Batman. What? Uh, yeah, I know. It's incredible. Excuse uh, yourself now? So What? <laughs> are you guys going to circle back and do an episode on this anyway? Yeah, because, because we, we, it's a different show, right? Because we cover it yeah. in, a, in a different... It, the, Tom and Jeff watch Batman is not like... It's less about a critical analysis of the thing and more like... This happened. What, right. Like, right, how, what, is am, the, what does this mean in, in context of the character of Batman? Listen, yeah. listen I am familiar with the show, so, yes. So, uh, I think well, you fucking asked, yeah, Dave, so I I'm think, explaining why <laughs> we're going to do it twice. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer Dave's question, and, and Tom, I don't know where you are on this, but I, I feel like we should cover this when it becomes accessible for everybody. Oh, on like yeah. A stre- yeah. I'm on a streaming service for two reasons. One... Um, because obviously some people are still very uncomfortable going to the movies, but they don't necessarily want somebody to step-by-step destroy the movie for them Mm -hmm. the way we will. And two, uh, I can't write notes that fast in a dark theater. Yeah, we yeah. need it to be on HBO Max. So don't worry, we it, it'll be on it'll be on Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, but it won't be it, yeah. until it's on streaming. It'll be well, we're going to do it in a couple months. Yeah, right. I can't wait till it's on HBO Max. By the way, because. I, I don't think any of this is going to be a surprise. I fucking love this movie. Uh, is that because it was fucking awesome? Yeah. <laughs> this movie fucks. Yeah, <laughs> this it was. Movie. I, 
I also thought it was pretty good, but I'm gonna I'm gonna come at you guys pretty hot. Uh, oh, I, I'm so happy about that, Tom. I, like that. I think it really runs out of steam in the back half. Okay, you, I oh, have I, I, I have fully disagree. I have a I do have one hot take about this movie. Okay, uh, but I thought we'd first just talk about I don't know. What what do you uh, so Tom you start because you you seem to have the most uh, yeah I think critique here for, like the first half of the movie completely on the same page with you guys like I yeah. will without hyperbole I like the first half of this movie is like electric like it's everything is is everything's music, just firing man. on all so the score is incredible hands down yeah. the score is amazing I love the score kind of makes the whole thing yeah they've made Batman's theme which they've been playing in all the trailers and it's obviously it's based on something in the way which Matt Reeves has said in interviews he was listening to like constantly as he was writing the movie and that song actually is in the movie as well a right. few times um, and the score like Batman's theme is based on it but it's also an interest what I thought was really cool about it is it's a dirge whereas the kind of classic Danny Elfman Batman theme is a march. So it's, right. it's motion, it implies motion, but of two very different contexts. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, which ties into the way that I love the fact that Robert Pattinson is playing Batman as a vampire. Yes. Yep. Uh, they do the horror movie introduction of him every time he shows up, which is fucking great. Like that's so a good. really which good is, idea. That which is, opening yeah. sequence was yeah. so fucking good. That, that's how you should do Batman. Like, cause mm. it, it, t- taking Batman, like whenever we watch a Batman movie, kind of before this, it's always like we're from the third person, watching, y- you know, watching like, oh, Batman's gonna get this guy. But in this movie, it really seems like we were seeing Batman's arrival through like the prey. Yeah. Yes. Well, this the weird weird thing about this movie, it felt like the first time I've watched a Batman like an adaptation of the comic. And I haven't even read the comics really. But like I I we've been reading Martial Law for another podcast and it felt very similar where it's like you have the voiceover and you have these like series of shots showing this and showing the city as a whole as you start, like it just felt very comic booky, mm-hmm. yeah. um, more so than any of the other Batmans, yeah. which feel more like action thrillers uh, than a, like a comic book movie. I don't know how else to describe that. This it was this movie to me felt like somebody put Batman in seven, and was just like yeah. figure oh, yeah. it out, <laughs> and been, you're like oh I've hell been... yeah. In in my work Slack, I've been calling it Batman, but with a seven instead of a T. Yeah, nice. Uh, it's, it's basically what it is. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like it's like yeah. Zodi Bat. Yeah, uh, it's definitely like it's Zodiac because Riddler is obviously yeah. Zodiac in it. Uh, you know who fucked hard in this movie? Uh, Jeffrey Wright. He yeah, fucked great. real yeah. hard in this. Everybody's everybody's really everybody's really great. good. Yeah. Everybody uh, quote. If I want to quote the kids, the uh, everyone understood the assignment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> that's what jobs are, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that first half where we're getting all the characters, it's just dropping us right in. It doesn't, I, I um, it doesn't waste time setting up who Batman is. It's sort of like the original Tim Burton one where it's like, well, we already know who Batman is. Let's just go. This is just like a story. Like this is feels right. the most like any Batman movie we've seen where it's just like, picking up a Batman comic, like a, a, a mini series like The Long Halloween, because this borrows a couple of pretty lot, major yeah. plot elements from The Long Halloween. Oh, just a couple. Um, yeah, just a couple. Uh, but Including up a, starting uh, on Halloween. <laughs> yeah. But picking up a Batman book and just kind of, here's a new Batman story, just read it. You know who Batman is, now let's just kind of get into the story. Uh, but 
I think it's too long. Uh, and it kind of any three hour movie is too long. I'm with you. Yeah, and it loses that. What makes Robert Pattinson's portrayal of Batman and this movie's portrayal of Batman, like how the movie shows him to us, in addition to like the choices he's making as an actor, it like forgets about that in the middle chunk for a long time. Um, Mm -hmm. So for it, it becomes. I don't know. It just it feels like it loses steam in the second well, half for me. Like it, it kind of is like a... dragging itself toward the conclusion, and every character becomes very passive. I, so it's I, not it's as hard. engaging to watch. It's hard because Batman, when they first introduce him, like he feels like a character that we're never going to really know. And then when they went into the Bruce Wayne sequences, I was like, all oh, right, this has to be like a story. Like he has to be like a main character who's like interacting yeah. with people, uh, and that feels weird. Um, something that we haven't normally seen before is that this is a Bruce Wayne slash Batman that is spiraling. Yes. And we've never really seen that. Like the closest we can get maybe is the dark Knight rises. And that's kind of a different kind of spiral. That's like, that's like old weary Batman. This is like, he's weird. Like he's genuinely off putting when he's Batman, he moves very slowly. Like I said, he's like a vampire until he Uh, attacks. Yeah. Yeah. Until yeah, exactly. Until he attacks, and then when he's Bruce Wayne, he can't make eye contact with people. He's very—he's a weird ass Batman, and I loved that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's one of the things in all the other Batmans. Whatever the cops are like, he's a freak, and it's like, come on, man, he looks awesome. And this one, it's like, yeah, he is. No, he is kind of a freak. Very (laughs) off-putting. Yeah, he's a sad man in sharp armor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that that actually (laughs) that actually leads to my one big critique of this movie is i felt that it didn't follow up on the moral of it and the problem is it it's it's i has i'm a broken record with this its biggest problem is it has to be a superhero movie and so like for people who haven't watched it man why are you listening to this yeah yeah Um, watch it the the arc is that at the beginning it's the who are you i'm vengeance is the whole thing Mm -hmm. he's 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 this vigilante who's you know just like beating the fuck out of people and at the end he realizes that he inspired yeah. terrorism yeah. yeah that he is the problem is the whole the whole arc is he takes off the mask of one of uh the riddler's guys and he says i vengeance and the realization is like right escalation yes. they briefly mention it in the nolan ones with the joker where it's like yeah you're running around doing things this you're not helping the city and so the natural arc of that character is to take off his mask at the end and stop being batman and that's the the problem i found is they put him in this corner where they're like you kind of have to stop being batman bro and he has to kind of brush that off and be like i'm just gonna be better at Batman." well no he does and then there there's two symbols that do exactly what you're asking him to do though which is first him leading everybody out with the flare yeah being like yeah, i'm I bringing he, you into the light and then the end you see him in the daylight helping the so, military like evacuate the f- all these people so he's no, the only no, time yeah, we've seen him in the day yeah yeah he's brought yeah, himself into the light like that's the best they could do but yeah. like still he has to just stop being batman right like he has to stop being batman like when they have uh druig at the end uh who like oh boy i wonder who he's playing um <laughs> oh the joker <laughs> yeah. what a great that, what a that... great pick by the way oh yeah of yeah course. yeah i should have known i'm looking at the cast and he's credited as unseen arkham prisoner and it's like geez i wonder well, there who was, he could possibly play yeah. there was a long 
like there people knew he was first his name Barry Keegan I think is how you yeah. say his name um mm-hmm. He's the Irish bandit that robs Sir Gowan in the beginning of the Green Knight. Yeah, he's he's real hot. Like <laughs> he's right the now. Eternals he, he's, guy that's creepy. Yeah, yeah. he's druid. So there yeah. was there was two. Cu- I know I know they were screening two cuts of this movie, and one cut didn't have that scene in it. So they were like debating whether to include wow. that scene where they sort of introduced the Joker. It's hard because the Joker's been done every single time. Yeah, but it's like how could he? How can not? you not do it? It's yeah. like not having Lex Luthor. It's like yeah, you you got to have the Joker. Um, a- but like. What the whole movie is leading to is that scene where, where the Riddler's in Arkham and he has no one to talk to or no one except for the Joker. It's like, yeah, that's actually the core problem. That's part is of the Batman, problem, yeah. It's institutionalization yeah, as well. Like, yeah. yeah, Batman should be doing good things as Bruce Wayne and should be like, yeah, someone like the Riddler needs a counselor and like, right. you know, someone who actually is but that's, helping him. That's, that's the a other... lot of what Batman tries to do when people are imprisoned is he's like i want i want them to get help it's kind of one of the reasons he has the no kill rule like he wants people to be rehabilitated but when they get out and they start causing damage he's like all right i gotta break this fucker's arms so i can get him back and get him rebuilt there's an element of riddler as well with riddler's whole storyline as it as it's paralleling bruce's is you know that's it's obviously there but for the grace of god go i like he and riddler have the exact same backstory yeah, it's right. just, and it's it's about, just like, he had tons of money and Riddler was a poor orphan. Yeah, right. literally it's about like institutional failures. Th- yes. lit- uh, and, yeah, and so at the end, at the end, the answer is like they should have had him be Bruce Wayne yeah. at the end and, and be like, I'm not going to be Batman anymore. I'm just going to be Bruce Wayne. That is that is the where everything's leading to. But they can't because they need a sequel it's a franchise yeah 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 but but that does that leaves it by by sort of the whole ending being like the bringing out into the light after you know after the riddler basically says we're partners yeah and like it's, it really and you see him like really get <laughs> fucked up on that in arkham right where, where i love that twist that i man, loved that twist. It's, it's perfect that that, that ending like that reveal at the end is probably the best batman finish i think I mean, it's obviously it's a it's a pre finish because we still have to deal with the the chaff the afterwards. Right, man, it's a great reveal. Man, that reveal when I was watching that, I was like, oh fuck, because yeah. we hadn't seen anything even close to that before, other than like a couple of dipshits and huggy beds. Yeah, in the right. beginning of the Dark Knight. And they didn't tip the hand too much, so that when it gets no. that, what we're talking about is in the end when the Riddler has been caught. It's really when he allows himself to be caught. No. Um, Batman's talking to him and he realizes very quickly that Riddler like thought they were on the same page the whole time. Yeah, like right. he thought all, they were doing the, this together. The, yeah, the taunting <laughs> yeah, clues the were actually helping clues. Yeah. Right. It yeah, was like exactly. it was like it was like a bunch of fucking uh, white nationalists or terrorists or something sending each other coded messages like he thought they were coordinating efforts the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was like, "Bring him into the light." You know who I'm talking about, and he's yeah. like, "I do." Oh, you did it! Like we were on the same page. <laughs> yeah, and that's <laughs> like seeing, and and shout out to to Pattinson because he delivers the like the 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 revolting disgust of that yeah, reveal. When he says, "You're a goddamn yeah. psychopath," uh, and then, I mean, I think Paul Dano is. You know, you hate to say it every time a Batman movie comes out that the villain villain is is the best part, but god damn it, he was great. He's always he's great. doing great. Yeah, yeah. He's, he is frequently great. And just him having that meltdown in Arkham yeah. as they both start to realize that they misconstrued the other person. 
Yeah. Right. It's all just a misunderstanding. (laughs) Like the worst fucking kind. (laughs) It's the kind of misunderstanding that makes you feel disgusting. Yeah. That's like, that's like forgetting to text somebody. Oh God. Oh God. Yeah. 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 I I wanted it to just be like, oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Batman like, oh, I'm so sorry too. Jesus Christ. If it's just like, man, I am, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so, this, I thought this was like, we were on the same page. (laughs) I am, uh, Man, that is, I gotta be honest, that's my bad. I, you know, I'm supposed to be the world's greatest detective, you know, but uh, it's, it's a, it's, it's a hundred percent misreading vibes and going in for a kiss when it was not appropriate. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It's Oof. like what the vibe is when they realize, when this realization is dropped on them both. It's like, oh, yeah. oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Batman's just like, just friends. <laughs> no. <laughs> God, it's, it's so. Just like the, it's so eerie, like and also it's the fact that this is PG thirteen is jarring to me. I yeah, legitimately they, they really had worked to like, around that. I had to double check when we yeah. got out. I was like, "There's no fucking way that was an R." Yeah, it opens. Oh no! It, well, this is this is this is the problem with the the rating system, which yeah. is that like they'll br- just they'll don't bend the rules sh- for movies well, like it, Batman. Yeah. Oh, it's not even that. It's like don't show a nipple. Don't show gore, but you can imply mm-hmm. horrifying things. Yeah. Uh, and that's like, that's the whole, that's like the issue with America where it's like, yeah, like we can, we can do whatever we want, but just don't show the red stuff. It can just make the blood green. You could torture someone to death if their blood's green, you know, like it doesn't make any fucking sense. I mean, sense. the, the, the fact, I, and I'm, Tom, did you, did you like have to double check after they were like, they said fuck like immediately in the movie yeah. and you're like okay what Did is they? this yeah oh yeah, yeah. The, they, the, they the used up their fuck the com- in the first 10 minutes the commissioner who later gets his face eaten off by rats yeah. uh, says to, says like he calls batman like a fucking maniac in the first right. scene yeah so the rule of pg-13 is that you get uh, a couple of fucks as long as they're not in a sexual context sexual way again because we're fucked up because we're weird yeah. and then also <laughs> yeah what i what i had said is is extremely true like big studio franchise movies they're able to sort of yes. get away with more because they'll bend the for rules sure. for them for sure for sure yeah will. it's all it's all fucked up yeah. there's whole documentaries about it um, have, you, have you seen have you guys seen the it's a, it went viral the clip of somebody telling Robert Pattinson that this movie got a 15 in the UK which is pretty close to R and to oh no he has a very fun reaction just oh, he's probably like, like, like fuck yeah he's like, dude well no he's like oh no he's like what a disaster we messed up that's funny <laughs> is he being sarcastic or was he just no like- no he's being genuine and it's like he's like floored they're like it's the first batman movie to be 15 and he's like part way through his like reaction he's like dark knight wasn't 15 <laughs> that's amazing but, i mean the thing about it is is the the violence of the riddler is it's clearly what did it, it, yeah. it yeah and it's it's one of those things where it's like it's not even implied like, well, they, they tell might, you what he's doing they might not yeah. like show you the 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 spraying blood as it's happening but they show you the all of the they show you the strikes they show you the i mean like in the very beginning when he just starts bashing the the it's the d it's the mayor it's the mayor he just brains the mayor and then you can see him and it's like they don't cut away from it they show you they show him murdering a dude and then calmly like bringing out the duct tape yep got it. it it's it's upsetting, it's but this is why 
this is when I, I look at something like Zack Snyder and I, I look at all the people that are divided and I'm like, no, no, you can do a more adult themed Batman movie and not have it edgelordy. Right. Yeah, I and not I have talk it about be that. stupid. Yeah. This is so this to me is the first uh, film since Nolan that understood what the gritty meant in y- Nolan. Yes. Because. When when Nolan made the gritty Batmans, which are not even nearly as grounded as these, um, or as this one, it it wasn't like he didn't make it all dark. It's those movies are actually kind of colorful. Yeah, um, they each have a color just, scheme. Yeah, they're just they put a clown in just, one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a fucking there's, clown. There's a clown. That's fun, right? <laughs> yeah, they're shot in a way that like they just look good. They're just like well shot. And they and they have a grounded look to them because they feel like reality. And then after that, they're like, okay, make everything like foggy and gray. And and they wouldn't they wouldn't like. It's that thing where like, the characters would still do ridiculous things, but they'd be like, oh, but it's dark, so it's gritty. And it's like, no, gritty meant like grounded, like yeah. realistic, like feels like, like a this, real world. This could happen in Cleveland, kind of. A yeah, thing, yeah, and. In terms of the visuals of this movie, it's they're not just copying Nolan; they're they're creating their it's own, its own visual style. Yeah. It's its own thing. I Something re- that no doubt will be copied uh, yeah, from here on. I hadn't seen the Planet of the Apes sequels. I hadn't really seen a Matt Reeves movie, but I did want to oh, point really? out. Yeah, I did want to point out that this movie is very well directed. It's yeah, incredible. The, oh, yeah. So the Planet of the Apes sequels are one of the most amazing things I've seen, only because they. Those they're stu- like it's a stupid franchise, yeah. and he manages to make it better. <laughs> like the 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 two, yeah, the first one is awful, and he didn't make that one. And then the second two, it's like it's still silly because it's fucking Planet of the Apes. But you watch it and you're like, yeah, this actually is good. Like this is has talent. That's behind what I've it. heard. Yeah, 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 man. Uh, I- and yeah, so like this is this is a very talented director. So this is uh, who made the pallbearer. Yeah, this he is did one of those pallbearer things too that like when you think about because i it's going to be compared to the dark knight a lot um this is going to be because i and i think a lot of people are going to there's going to be traditionalists that are going to always say that batman 89 is the best batman movie of all time because Uh, it is which is fine (laughs) they can they can live in that world i I don't i'm not mad about that and uh and i very much have sort of pulled myself away from recency bias um but the difference between the batman and the dark knight is that there? If you pull at a thread on this movie, it's firm. If you pull, at I a th- don't know if that's true. I'm, I'm gonna. I mean, we can talk about that. But like with the Dark Knight, mm. and we discussed this on several times on Tom and Jeff Watch Batman. The minute you scratch the tiniest surface of the Dark Knight, the whole thing kind of falls apart. Yeah, right. And this doesn't. It's like, it's have like Inception that. or any other Nolan movie. Yeah, it's and, like, yeah. And this doesn't have that. I think Nolan did a really good job of knowing where he wanted to be, and so being like, "Well, this is how everything would fall into place." Whereas it looks like Reeves built this from from start to finish, where like the the riddles build them. Like he knows where he wants to be, but everything works in its own way, and it's not it's not a bullet reconstruction scene. Yeah, where you're just like this is fucking stupid. Like the the riddle aspects make sense. Yeah, I I will say uh, right now I can't think of any problems There's with only- it. I just always I do believe in recency bias, where especially with Batman, because every the most exciting Batman's are always the first ones. Because yep. you're like, whoa, look at this new world. And then as you settle in, and as sequels start happening, 
it starts becoming just a superhero franchise and like kind of falling apart but like he's definitely like the black makeup is one thing but also the bat cave it's the first bat cave where you're like how did he do this alone you can actually see how he would do it alone because it's just a subway terminal and it just has a bunch of equipment in it and it's like oh yeah him and alfred could have dragged this shit in here by themselves so he's clear yeah he's clearly paying attention to the realism whereas like even nolan where you look at the bat cave and you're like well someone had to come in and construct that yeah right it's two it's two different approaches to quote-unquote realism like no one i think was more concerned with making things look like they could exist in the real world whereas it feels like this movie was constructed more along threads of logic where it's like well this this would exist x would exist because of y um the only problem i have found with that so like the only thread i've sort of tugged on that doesn't quite make sense is Penguin would be in jail <laughs> after that car chase. But I mean, the There's thing no is... There's no fucking is, way he wouldn't be. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. who knows that was the Penguin, though? That's, that's the true. Thing, that's and they, the thing, they do like, just leave him there without arresting like, him. That's... And that's it's a it's it's a hand wavy explanation, but it is an explanation. I'm just saying that's like the only kind of flaw I, yeah. I thought of so I, far. I saw in the people, term of the movie in terms of the movie's logic. I saw some people that were complaining about that, and I was just like, "Oh, you don't know much about the police." If you think the penguin would have been caught after that, because they, there's no there's no way anybody's getting to him. No, like yeah, he's, like he's got layers and layers of, especially since yeah. the movie is about how corrupt and uh, ruined all of the systems in in the city are. Yeah. So it's like he's got layers of lawyers and dirty cops that are between yeah. him and getting busted for a, a traffic accident. So yeah, you're right. They do, it, yeah. yeah, they do a very good job. I feel like Batman Begins didn't do this. They they okay, they kind of do it. Um, but they didn't do it to the extent that this does, where they set up like, yeah, you can't trust the cops. Like, cops are out. It's just him and Gordon. That's it. Mm-hmm. Just running around, solving mysteries. That's such Everybody a good else scene is when, compromised. when she's in the club, when Catwoman goes into the club and has this little n- nuclear contact lenses in, and every single person she looks at is a cop. Yeah. 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 Oh, that is, okay, one thread, one thread, is when Batman gets knocked out and wakes up at the police station... It is very hard to imagine that they wouldn't have taken off his mask. Uh, Gordon's there. Gordon yeah. wouldn't let them. Yeah, I was like, Gordon's I, I don't know, he man. Has, like, he has rank still... in that situation. He's the lieutenant. Yeah, I they guess. They have to listen still, to him. It still <laughs> feels like, it still feels really, like, that's the only one where I was like, I don't know, man. Well, Someone would have I, yanked I, I that off I that he wakes up out of it like he's coming out of an exorcism, and yeah. it's just like, yeah. get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Well, I mean, he's right, like, too. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, you can tell he's, like, drifting in and out, and then you hear somebody be like, I'm taking the fucking mask off, and he's like, the fuck you are. <laughs> the he gets hell up. you are. Yeah. Like, that would wake me up, too, if I'm Batman, and you hear <laughs> and you hear some fucking idiot be like, I'm taking a fucking mask off. I don't care. Mm. And then he gets up, and he's like, I will tase your neck so fucking hard. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. I love the, um, <laughs> I think they did a really great job of implementing Arkham fighting style. As to his stuff, like as I'm watching it, I was just like, oh, this is it's like an Arkham fight, which, you know, I got to be I got to be honest. Nolan cheated his fights so hard. The the fights suck in the in the Nolan movies because they really do. They're shot poorly. They're edited weird. You can't see what's happening. It's shaky cam. And and that Jason Bourne shit. They they brought shaky cam into the main into the mainstream, really, in the same way that like Zack Snyder was bringing the slow mo action sequences that you'd see pop up everywhere 
Everybody has yeah. their own signatures. Yeah. The the fights, Batman fights have been pretty bad forever. In it's every one, movie, yeah. It's mm-hmm. the, 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 only the only ones only... they're mildly okay in is actually the Snyder ones. Batman versus I was gonna Superman. Say, yeah, those are those are quite the, fun. There's when he's like leaping on dudes yeah, in Batman the, v Superman. I'm like, oh shit. It's the only <laughs> the only thing Zack Snyder got right about Batman was the fighting. <laughs> He's a big um, scary gargoyle. Yeah, yeah. To see him like jump over and smash a dude's head into a coffee table or something like that, I was like, "See, that's what I want." So yeah, I, I also I understand. Sorry, I understand. I understand Snyder's Batman. Yeah. in the world that he created. Yeah, where bat that Batman is more cartoony, and that's that's kind of my issue with the Snyder's, where it's again, it's like, ooh, it's dark and gritty. It's like, no, you just turn down the saturation. Yeah. everything else is cartoony as shit. Yeah, it's like this could be an Avengers film. He has, you know, he has fucking jets and stuff. Like, like just make you a know gigantic yeah. spider tank. Yeah, I'm it's like this is, this is ridiculous, um, and that's okay. It's just they didn't treat yeah, it like a, that. Yeah, I'm not gonna poo-poo on because I like Batfleck. I I, I enjoy I the, like the, the oh, I like interpretation of Batman, so I'm not gonna doo doo on Snyder's Batman too much for the purposes. No, no. Of, what I'm oh his interpretation well, what I'm, of Batman what I'm saying is, is Snyder's Batman worked really well in the world he created. Mm, yeah. Um, it's just that it's the whole the weird fucking grittiness on top of it. I feel like. You just didn't need, and I'm just talking about the visual aesthetic and the editing. Really, mm-hmm. it's just like when he does these like fucking long montages to sad music, and it's like, come on, man, <laughs> you're making a cartoon. This is a cartoon, yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's there. The, the The Batman stuff in the Snyder stuff. It's it's every time you hear him talk, you're like, I don't like it. But every time you see him in action, you're like. Yeah, all right. That, that's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, the action. <laughs> and, and as we said on the on the Snyder cut, Tom and Jeff watch Batman's. I would pay money out of pocket to see Zack Snyder do a nightmare movie. Mm-hmm. That timeline, but just to not do anything that's regular. <laughs> that's a regular yeah, all all right. Elseworld stuff. Like yeah. give Zack Snyder the Elseworlds. That's yeah, be awesome. Let him have it. But with this one, like the fight, I was like, oh, so like they're doing it like Batman actually does know how to fight. Oh, okay, right. I, I, what I liked about it is one, it doesn't cut away, so you can actually see everything, mm-hmm. which is cool yes. because so much of it is really focused on how. Just unnecessarily vicious he is he's when he's savage. beating people. Oh yeah, yeah. He also gets hit a lot, which yeah. I thought was cool. Like he's yeah. getting, he's taking shots and turning around and being like, "Fucking piece of shit!" And like, yeah, that right. Guy. Also, like, yeah, guns are a problem. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it feels like Batman guns are rarely a problem. They always like make his armor like him invincible in this like it does a little yeah, bit of that but yeah. like at the end when he's taking those like the shotgun blast yeah it's like oh shit i can't i can't tank those there's one right th- and it is they're definitely that's a little suspension of disbelief because it's yeah, not realistic that his armor would be that bulletproof uh, yeah, whatever but he's it's Batman. like but but they do they do have a consistency with it mm-hmm. which is like yeah when it's yeah, like, like you said, small arms, like fifty and it, cal, yeah, and like really can, close up. That's gonna fuck it, him but, right up. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks like when he gets hit with the fifty cal shot, it looks like he got hit by a cannonball. <laughs> yeah, like he yeah. very much reacts like fuck. But it's funny. And he the, almost dies. The he first time, died. the first time he gets shot in the movie, you see his eyes widen out of like rage. Yeah, when he's and, electrocuting that guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and he gets and he's like, "You motherfucker!" Like it's so funny to see him react 
out of like this sense of like at first he's like I'm vengeance and then a guy takes a shot at him he's like now I'm rage yeah <laughs> and he pummels these dudes like the, the the thing that's interesting is the Nolan Batman when we see uh when we see Bale do it a lot of it is him like um putting people down like taking them out of the fight yeah and then le- leaving them as a lesson and then moving on this Batman is just like Oh, I'm gonna take you down, and then I'm gonna wreck your life. Yeah, it's ruining yeah. people. Like it's yeah. what one thing that was so great about that opening sequence, where it's showing us all these different spots where Batman could show up, and it's focusing on how like scared the different criminals are, like just staring at like dark corners and being like, "Oh shit, is he there? Is he fucking there?" So that when he actually shows up in the subway to to fight that gang, and they have that one young guy they're trying to initiate who is standing next to the thug who shoots Batman. Like when he aims his gun, like the kid is so scared next to this guy that's about to shoot Batman. He's like, telling him, no, don't shoot him. Yeah. Like he's like, it's not, yeah. y- you could interpret it as, as it being like, he's young and he doesn't want to cross that line into potentially murdering somebody. But like in the moment I read it more as don't fucking shoot him. You're just going to make him mad. Yeah. Like they're right. so yeah. scared of him that, that he's that, like, don't shoot him. No, that kid is sitting there being like, this is exactly why I didn't want to do this. And yeah. he, he just watches <laughs> his potential. Like you can see that the, the kid hitting the fork in the road and he's a little bit confused. And then he watches a man in sharp pajamas savagely beat every tough guy that he was around. Right. Very satisfying. It's yeah, so good. That and- opening sequence, because it really like it, I think of and like uh, I'm, this isn't a hit against Nolan because it wasn't the point. But, like, Nolan introduces that briefly in The Dark Knight, right? Where someone's just like, no, not tonight, man, because the bat signals out. Yeah. And that's how he treats it. In this, it's like, yeah, like a five-minute sequence showing those, the basically, criminals doing crimes. They look up, they see the bat signal, and they look to, like, the darkness yeah. around them. It's eerie. And it's, and it's perfect. Yeah. And they don't even have to say a fucking line to do it. Yeah. Although Batman's narrating the shit out of it. Um but like it's it's just so, so we still effective. we still yeah. genuinely don't know where he's going to show up at that point too, right. which is yeah. nice and, it, and it's honestly the first time that's been really conveyed to me of like this is his power his yeah. power is the bat signal yeah, it's it's not to be there it's it's the fact that making people realize yeah he's out yeah, there you somewhere. could be the one tonight that he yeah. fucking Snyder, cripples Snyder did that a little bit in Batman versus Superman when we meet Batman for the first time and he's in the traffickers mm-hmm. place hiding and yeah. you see him, oh, yeah. they like, they find him and then monster, you see him move yeah. really fast. And it's sort of that, that terror of the fact that he could literally be anywhere and you might not ever notice because right. he's just so good at hiding, which Nolan's just didn't do even in that yeah. whole teaser that we saw back in like 2004 or whatever. Yeah, Nolan, no one went more on, honestly this is a weird way of putting it he went closer to schumacher in this weird way where it's more of an action movie he's more james batman he's, is, he's james bond in the nolan movie. yeah he, yeah he's yeah, a yeah. post batman 9-11 james character. bond yeah yeah and nolan was he did a great fucking batman yeah. doing that like that was yeah. i love those movies yeah they're good um, movies it's just a it was a different style that's yeah, all they're, like, they're it, completely it, different yeah mm-hmm. and that's like earlier when i said uh, i chimed in and said batman 89 is still the best batman i was partially joking but that's also a very different batman that's like operatic batman yeah like right. there's there's would, all kinds of different interpretations and yes. they're all good 
with their own uh, merits. They're all different. Yeah, honestly, I, I really like the Schumacher Batman. Yeah, I uh, love not, the Schumacher Batman. I, I like I, them I, more. 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 Yeah, I like what they're trying to do. I, I like that he was like like doing do, this. He's just doing sixty six. He's like, let's just fucking go. He has a vision too, where he's like, love. I'm making a gay toy commercial, and I'm yeah, sticking yeah. with it. And he stuck with it. He didn't. And it was great. He didn't bend. You know, like you you look at it, and obviously he knew how to work within the corporate structure and everything like that. But he's just like, yeah. y'all don't know these guys are gay. And he's just like, look, <laughs> I'm right. gay. Trust me, these guys are gay and it's just like he's like clearly has a vision he might have had the clearest vision for batman that we've ever seen as a director you might not necessarily agree with it but it is a clear vision he had had a firm grasp at exactly what he wanted to say yeah yeah. and then of course the video game version is also like it takes a little schumacher Mm -hmm. i feel like that one and then it takes a little it takes a little of everything it, it felt like it's just that's the whole thing is the beauty of these movies is just seeing yeah. the new interpretations i don't want to belabor it too much but i do really want to talk just a little bit more about that opening sequence because it's honestly it's the best part of the movie um the, it's so i good. think the movie is oh, very by the way, good overall but it's technically not the opening sequence right but it's the first main beat of the film yes. are we ta- wait which part are we talking about the fight or it, are we talking about the murder the Batman's introduction when okay. it's uh, he's it's showing the different spots in the city where he might be and then he shows up he beats up the goons and he leaves like this yeah and it, then every frame felt like a comic book frame yeah like yeah. it without again without being like Ang Lee it was just like every shot of like these the crowds in the street with the costumes while he's narrating I could practically see the little like mm-hmm. square yeah. black dialogue yeah. text and like in the top left I, you can I, it was you, so well and you done. can hear robert de niro reading it off like in taxi driver <laughs> yeah. shit. Taxi like driver, it's yeah. like the parallels are so clear throughout yeah. the beginning middle and end of these two <laughs> characters because when we when you start the movie you think you're looking through batman's eyes because he's got these like kind of like tactical goggles or or whatever and you're like oh he's using a bat tool somebody breathing in a mat yeah and you're you're like cool a bat tool and then you're like nope this is a murderer this is the murderer and and that in retrospect that that points out the entire yeah that's the the mood for the whole movie which is you can't tell the difference between these two people when when you're not in their own heads yep yeah it's it even like when he gets home after that night of patrol he writes in his journal which looks like a john doe journal from seven and then later when they bust the riddler's house he has the same fucking journals yeah that's the first clue Um, that batman has where he's like am i fucked up yeah i think Mm -hmm. i might be uh losing it um no the the only the other things i wanted to point out in that opening scene is the way they introduce him which they do a few times it's just those slow heavy footsteps it's almost like the bear jew yeah, uh, and it just it really vibes with that vampire idea yeah. where it's just it's not him springing out of the shadows. He slowly just kind of like oozes out of the shadows, yeah. and it's really he scary. Creeps. He creeps. Right. Did you uh, notice that the foley artist added a spur sound? Yes. To when he walks, <laughs> I thought yeah, that was right. incredible. It's great. It's they excuse it by showing he's wearing big, heavy motorcycle boots. But yeah, that is very, yeah, yeah. very much so. You can very much hear the hear the spurs walking in as the sheriff is coming to fuck you up. And the last thing is in this scene, as opposed to, you know, in the end when it has that image of him leading all the people out and he's like, I need to adjust what it is I'm doing this for and how I present myself. Uh, 
at the end of the scene where he's beat the fucking bejesus out of all those guys and there's just the person who was about to be attacked is on the ground he's just like don't hurt me and Batman just kind of looks at him and leaves like he doesn't help him up or anything like that yeah, he just goes it back just, into the darkness yeah it, that whole it's all of those things just per- completely establish the character perfectly right away in our minds it's, yes it's very very good sequence and it's who Tom, we oh sorry uh go ahead Dave. no go, was, go for it was, no i was gonna change the subject a little okay. bit so well i was yeah. gonna say tom we talk about batman a lot we do in the way of <laughs> just that's all I'm gonna say. We talk yeah. about Batman a lot. No, <laughs> about we talk sure about <laughs> we talk about it a lot about him a lot in the scope of this introduction aspect of Batman, where yeah. we're like, yeah, this is a person who is unhinged, shows up, causes violence, and then disappears, and he remains unhinged constantly. Um, and and that's sort of the joke that we have, and then we see that that's how he had been existing for two years. Until yeah. when, as we see this movie progressing. Yeah. Um, Tom, in order to, I, I was going to try to identify why you, you might feel like it dragged in the middle. Um, and I'm, I'm starting to see it as well. It loses. Um, well, I, yeah, go ahead. Is there too many characters? No. Like, it, I, because we deal with Falcone. Uh, we deal with Selena Kyle. We deal with Penguin. We deal with Riddler. We have like the like I really liked Selena Kyle in this. Um, yeah. it was great, but it is sort of a the movie has to kind of stop and give us that plot line. And there's this whole thing between her and and her father, and like like there's a, there's a lot of stuff well, that I feel like if they had made it a very focused like. Batman is just solving these Riddler clues and trying to go and like you don't put you don't put any of that extra stuff in there. You don't even like the Thomas Wayne stuff. Even it's just like I don't oh, know. I think maybe, that was maybe really it, important because it, yeah. it was it was pretty important. Yeah. But like one thing we have maybe not as much or something. But is does it feel like it kind of deviates too much? Well, this is also it's clearly inspired by The Godfather. <laughs> Like yeah. There's, yeah. Clear, there's clear yeah. inspiration. I mean, including the fact that the penguin is Fredo, like, uh, and and it's very clear uh, that uh, I think he even right. said something about it, where he's just like, yeah, this is kind of who I looked at for this character, where, oh yeah, you know, and like any and any three hour movie is gonna have the part where they're building up, sort of like a lot of the reasoning and a lot of the the sort of mood of this thing. You're, I mean, you can't have a three hour. Well, it's also trying to establish a world. Yeah. And so it makes sense to have all that stuff yeah. because, I mean, Batman Begins had all that yeah. stuff, too. Yeah. Um, it's no, just uh, like I'm, tr- I'm trying to identify. I'll like, tell you what it what- is. Okay. It, it's it's a problem with this movie, and it, it, it tends to be, it can be a problem with detective stories in general. Um, uh, <laughs> Abe and I are trying to write one right now, so it's like mm-hmm. I'm kind of mired in that at the moment. But like... It's very easy when you're it, it mysteries are so plot heavy like they're so focused on the plot like the plot has to move in a, in a way that's logical or else the mystery doesn't work so what can end up happening is the detective becomes very passive and just sort of like rides from plot point to plot point and I think that right. happens like we lose all of that cool interesting characterization that we were talking about that that's in that opening scene and in a lot of the early scenes with Batman kind of disappears for most of the second half of the movie and that but like, it made me less interested in yeah. watching well, the character no. which is for me 
why I said that I felt like this movie loses steam. I, I, right, I, and I, I, I do think you. It, it almost has to naturally happen because it's it's so mystifying when you first see him. Yeah, and it's like holy shit. But then you have to start getting to know the character, yeah. and then you just start seeing him more and more and seeing him interact, and it's like. It, it, again, I had that moment too, where I was like, "Oh right, he's like the main character," and it feels like he shouldn't be. It would have been like it almost feels like I I would like I think it would have been cool what? if like Gordon was the main character. <laughs> that would be cool, actually. One, one yeah. of the things that and like Batman was always kind of mysterious the whole time. Yeah, he was just like a I think wraith. that would have been really cool. I, I think a lot of the 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 middle towards the, I, I think it's more the middle third. Uh, that might have feels like it, it might have lost steam for you. And a lot of that I think has to do with how Selena dealt with being a victim and how she handles Vic. Cause like Selena, uh, Edward and Bruce are all victims of the yes. same exact person. Right. Which, which we finally build up to realize that they are actually all victims of uh, Carmine. Yeah, uh, of, of Falcone, yeah. uh, who was masterfully like, what a great casting! Uh, this is great casting. Yeah, John Turturro. Yeah, Turturro as Falcone is so so great. You know who fucks in this? Uh, Andy Serkis no, <laughs> as Alfred. Every, yeah. like, I the, thought he did a really good job. Yeah, and that was the most nerve wracking casting for me of all people. Yeah, same here. I was like, that. I don't see it. And then when he walked in and started talking, I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. Oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I see. I, it's great. I think. Colin Farrell is going to get the least amount of attention for this, and I he's also great. think he did some of the best work. He was so like, good. He's, he's so great. good. He's he. It's one of those things where you're like, ah, this is transformative. Like, yeah. like you didn't know he was this good, and it sucks that you see it in a Batman movie where you're like, oh yeah, he's really fucking good. Oh, I mean, I knew he was this good because he's done really good stuff. You're talking um, about Daredevil. Yeah, yes. of course. Oh, yeah. Like, he, he had that thing where he went from hot guy, and then he started doing, like, in Bruges yeah. and comedies, where it was like, oh, shit. And then he was still playing, like, emotional roles. And I just love his his version. Whenever he gets asked to be in a superhero movie, he's like, can I do a voice? And they're like, I don't see why not. I like in, in, <laughs> and then he in, does a voice. in Daredevil, he's like, can I do just my voice? And they're like, yeah. fucking right. hell yeah. <laughs> Can I just be Irish? Can I look like yeah. an asshole? That's his thing. When he, when he shows up in yeah. these superhero movies, he's like, can I look like a fucking asshole? And they're like, that's all we want. He's like, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised he, he, he didn't design his own thing. He's, this is what I want to look like. Do it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like him in Horrible Bosses. <laughs> oh, man. But it's, it, but the Penguin, this version of the Penguin, it, it's funny because with the Nolan movies, you literally couldn't do the Penguin. It didn't work because they, I don't think Nolan could figure out how to make somebody look like the Penguin. And in this regard, the way they did it is actually perfect, where he's like kind of like a flunky that has aspirations, right. well, but he doesn't necessarily have the skills to be that right. guy, which is really what the Penguin is, is, is he is a a constant failure at trying to grow. It still would have been amazing if they just, just for him made him like the Danny DeVito version where he's got like <laughs> yeah, magic umbrellas he just looks like a ghoul. and like gadgets. And he's just like, yeah, but I, I don't know. I think Nolan could have done that. I, I think he just didn't want to. Yeah. Um, I, it feels like uh, this is the, I think the fun part of both this and the Nolan films is it's almost like a challenge where they're like, okay, take this character and make him gritty. 
And and like I didn't Matt Reeves say like he wants to do Mr. Freeze and I'm like yes I want that's that what I want for you I want as that well. so hard Mr. Mr. Yeah, Freeze was... is actually very very easy to do Chris he's just the guy that freezes people yeah. in shit just his the way he's presented I mean, even in, that sounds yeah, I mean it's outlandish. It's, it's hard to get around the cartoony nature of him freezing people but like his actual storyline like the way it's yeah. done in the animated his series his storyline is grounded yeah. enough what, yeah the, the only way to but, make Mr. Freeze work is to remove the suit aspect of it and just have him be a guy that just fucking freezes people with whatever you know having a this fucking, is kind of a problem a though, liquid nitrogen right? gun that he just sprays right. onto people that would be terrifying yeah, but even the gun. Th- I guess this is this is the problem with this world that I can see happening, is that to gr- to grit down to to ground any Batman character, they essentially just have to make a series of serial killers uh, like the Riddler. Yeah. Like they're all the Zodiac. Yeah. Every single one are just serial killers. Um, so like Mister Freeze's would be yeah he would like kill you and then have like a vat of nitrogen in a van and like dump it on them or something like it would still like to grit to make everything this gritty that's every that's just got to be every yeah, single I guess one in theory and, yeah i mean because it's weird because in 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 um the dark knight trilogy it's it's mobsters and then finally it's a terrorist uh essentially right. it's 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 terrorism the mob terrorism like we kind of like yeah. leapfrog that uh, in there, but with this one, yeah, it's it, it definitely they they went through with the serial killer aspect. It's kind right, of, like I even gonna, I was gonna say Nolan's kind of all terrorism because Joker's a terrorist, right? So. And Nolan 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 was like, I didn't want to go nuts with it, no. where he was like, okay, well, there's still gonna be like ninjas and shit, you know, there's still gonna be like this secret group of ninjas trying to mm-hmm. destroy Gotham, which is like still kind of silly. But it was, you know, they he did it in this world, and it all worked, and it all, everything, like, fit. Um, but it's still, like, a, a heightened reality, for sure. Yeah. I'm uh, not, I, that's, yeah, I, I don't know. I'll, like, I'll judge that movie if it comes out. You know what I mean? Like, the, it, for sure. The, I'm just, I just like thinking about, like, how, how do you do, how do you take this world and not, in the sequel and then the next one slowly like even nolan's was like that where it's like by the end he's flying around in the batwing yeah. um and I it's like kind of silly i think you just don't address it like what, it, like what they've is, done storylines like this where the you have like the goofy characters to show up in it like mad hatter and like croc and like the, the, the things that are like real hard to believe in a grounded context and they get away with it you know, partially because it's a comic and you expect to see them, but also because they just don't really, don't really call attention to how outlandish they are. Yeah, they're they're dealing sort of, with the problem more than how silly the problem but is. Right. I guess. I guess the issue is in this. Matt Reeves is very clearly addressing the realism, I, what? the the eye makeup, the the like the eye makeup to me is the biggest sign where it's like even in Nolan's Batman, he was like, "That's nah, magic." Well, uh, I think it's, and, and it's that also was that. It's also thematic, where it's it, it's meant to show us like he's he doesn't stop being Batman when the when the costume yeah. comes off, I, right? The, but then like he specifically made the Batcave realistic yeah. in this, so it's like that's clearly on their minds. So like when they start introducing these other characters, and I I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm actually excited to see how they do it. 
but I think that is on their minds, right? Is how does this exist? Not in this reality, but our reality. So like, there's something about this that has been ignored in every other Batman movie, which is that Batman is a detective. He premiered in detective yeah. comics. Batman has never been a detective in a movie as much as Chris Nolan wants to pretend he was. Um, <laughs> he wasn't. He just wasn't. He did magic to figure out yes. uh, this yeah, stuff. He did, he did crime magic. Yeah, you can't detective yeah. out of terrorism. That's just not how he it does, works. So he does a little magic in this. The the eye the contact lenses I yeah. would say are magic. Sure, but that's a that's a technology I think that is a current that like that feels like a technology that works. It's Google glasses, but in a techno in a in a contact lens. That that's it's the one thing it's, he it's, did that's a little bit strange. But it's also like the video is kind of grainy. It's not. It's clearly like oh, an infancy of that technology. He definitely tried his best. But yeah. that simply doesn't exist. Sure. Uh, but it, it's okay. It's a, like, again, it's Batman. It's he, He's doing as much as he can to ground it. Uh, but like, yeah, the shit like that, it's a movie. I like I didn't that and didn't take a, me out of it's it. A, it's or a anything. Batman movie too, yeah. so it's like yeah, yeah. he's it's gonna have like, yeah, of course gadgets. he's gonna have some gadgets. But with yeah. with uh Rachel Ghoul, with Bane, even with the Joker, like you can't really be a detective to deal with what they're doing. But with this version of the character and with, you know, the Riddler and dealing with the mob, like you're making a detective movie because that's how you have to deal with the problem. Right. A violent, violent detective. Yeah. An extremely violent detective. Thank you for breaking yeah, I, my I arm, like detective. <laughs> you know what I also detective. really liked in this? Because again, it's still a Batman film. Mm -hmm. And so like you take this versus like Darren Aronofsky's Batman that he wanted to do. Where it was like, well, you're not describing Batman anymore. Because <laughs> that's the thing is like that there will always be a level of silliness because you have to have the Batman stuff in it. And the thing that I liked in this, he also introduces goons. There are goons in this, sure like are. the twins. Yeah. Oh, the Tweedledee the and Tweedledum. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. He, he's just like, yeah, we're it's Batman. There's got to be goons. I love right. The twins. And they got And they got to be silly ass goons. Like he wasn't. There's funny stuff in this, you yeah, know, like when he sneaks past the goon. Yeah. There's funny stuff in Nolan's Batman, too. Uh, but like, I'm glad that's always an element where it's like, yeah, yeah it's like it reminded me of, of the Arkham games where you're like, oh, I wonder it's not necessarily how they're going to do it so much as, oh, it's. I wonder how the how they're gonna adjust the characterization of this yeah. character to make him right. vibe yeah. with the rest of the movie. So it's like, ooh, like yeah, the penguin. Oh, he's a slow level mobster who runs the iceberg lounge. Like fuck yeah, he does. Get us in the iceberg lounge, dude. Every yeah. scene in the iceberg lounge is fantastic. By the way, like yeah. the, every part of that, um, you know, like and then when yeah, you're right when they show like all everybody in there is somebody in like w Peter Sarsgaard. By the way, showing up out of nowhere, yeah, yeah. and and just you're looking at him, and I was like. I was seeing it with Eric Barnes, and I was like, that's Peter Sarsgaard, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, he's going to die real bad soon, isn't he? And he's like, yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. probably. He's like, I'm the DA. And it's like, well, yeah, you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, you're you know, not it's the like, DA, uh, I know. Yeah, I'm the DA. Is your name Harvey Dent? Nope. Well, you're going to die same, yeah. pretty soon. It's the same with the commissioner, where they're like, here's the commissioner. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. for now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. It's not gonna go great. For his you. like his death alone. I was like, yeah, that's this is an R-rated death. That's a seven death. Oh yeah, yeah. It's all seven deaths. Yeah. I mean, one he just fucking ch chisels a, a a dude's fucking. What was he with the with the um 
the carpet, carpet trowel. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, man, it's fucking brutal. I like that one cop, that one goofy cop, though, that like is kind of like a fan of Batman. Oh, uh, Martinez, oh, I think, is his name. Yeah. But, well, at first, he's like, at first, he's not sure. Like, I, I, did yeah. enjoy, I appreciated that tiny little arc where it's like, he shows up and he's uh, the the cop looks at Gordon. He's like, should should he be there? Like, should Batman be here? This is weird, right? It's fucking weird that this guy is here. Yeah, and then towards the end of the ops- movie, he finally like warms up to him it, when he's a, like shows back up. It's yeah. a great way to show that like not all of the cops are corrupt because yep. there's clearly yeah. some that are just like, is, is this guy supposed to be here? Like, he's not mad and he's not like, why is this guy here? He's just like, is this guy. This guy's supposed There's to a, be here, and then later at the weird. crime yeah. scene, he's just like, are, "Are you supposed to be here?" And he just looks at him. He's like, "Ah, I'll see you later." There's the other guy who's like, "What the fuck? What happened to Chain of Evidence?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I love, I do love that the, every time Batman shows up, the cops are like, "Come on, man!" Yeah, like, it's this big hulking madman <laughs> in a vampire cape. Like, what is? Yeah. what is this? Yeah, it is. Why funny. are we doing this? Somebody's just like, "Is he wearing city. spurs?" And he's just sound effect. <laughs> They're my bad and that, I mean, it's what it's what they address, which again is why the ending bothers me. Is that Gotham is a bad city? That's the whole point. Yes. Is like it has to be bad for this to happen, and so it has to be fixed on a systemic level. Yes, mm-hmm. it addresses uh, that. Yeah. I mean, it begins like we have the new uh, mayor. No, no, coming that's what in. I'm saying. It addresses it, and they always do. It's just the natural conclusion they can never hit because he has right. to remain Batman. He has to stop being Batman, yeah. And that's the thing. It's like that. It's like the, the subreddit where people are almost close to getting hitting the point. Every Batman film, it's like, oh, you're so close. You're so close to the point. <laughs> uh, but you have to you have to myth it because it's Batman. <laughs> you can't have you can't not have Batman. So uh, he has to keep being Batman. Yeah, and, yeah I don't. And it's. I think that's part of the character too. Like it's a lesson he doesn't want to learn. Well, it's a step. He's taking a step. You can't expect him to just be like, well, now I'm just going to quit cold Turkey because that's not, he just can't do that. Yeah. But what he's doing is he's take like, it's such a leap forward. The idea, you know, and it's funny because when he first goes, you know, when he, when he helps the guy with violence in the beginning of the movie and just is like, right. fuck you and walks away from the just guy. leaves him there, yeah. Uh, and then at the end, you see him actively trying to lead people to safety uh, after the violence has been done. Like with, Right, with but the, I do think th- but, the movie just kind of has to ignore it more than anything. Like, there should be a moment where you realize Batman is refusing to do the right thing because... He just wants to be Batman. Yeah. Like, that is the thing. He is not a good person. And this movie doesn't make him out to be a good no. person. That's the whole well, point. But they still have that one last hurdle where it's like, by continuing to be Batman, he is still that bad person. Well, it's very jarring, though, because what's very jarring is that you see him with the sun up. That's the thing yeah. that I think is supposed to be relatively the shocking, where because he's helping you're like, the oh, EMTs load a person in yeah. in, the, in the daylight right. in and front it, of so many it, people. It yeah. just feels like to me that Matt Reeves, if he, I, I'm, I, this is a total guess. It feels like everything he does in this, he almost wants it to end by him quitting being Batman. Mm-hmm. Like that is where it all leads, and he, it, you can't, you just can't do it. So you have to do as much yeah. as you can. It's. It also felt like. Aside from the funeral scene, like the only scene in the daylight, yeah, is that is yeah. that which is ironic that you know the the other scene in the daylight is the terrifying funeral scene where we meet the the shooter 
for the first time, the shooter at the end, we meet oh, him yeah, yeah. in the crowd and the guy, the way the guy's talking to Batman or to Bruce Wayne, it's kind of like he's talking the way Bruce would talk. He's like, man, these people are corrupt. We gotta, we gotta fix this city, man. And Bruce's like, do I know you? And he's like, is this the, I, I don't get it. And then later when you mm-hmm. see, he sees who it is and he's like, ah, fuck this guy's on 4chan. <laughs> yeah. It's all over fortune. They, they yep. really went like it's funny because when you see like the mobilization of the internet, and yep. you see like how was, how the organization of unhinged people actually works. That was actually super smart to me because it was like that is the one last. Uh, so like the other thing that has to be sort of like dealt with, and Nolan deals with it as best as he could at the time. Although I feel like, uh, I, I guess the internet was still pretty early, where it's like, how does he get all these goons? How does the Joker, and they, you know, they show how Joker gets his goons in these really, like, brutal ways and stuff in The Dark Knight, but it oh, that's w- another, like, hurdle where it's like, it's always a little cartoony that all these motherfuckers are working for them I, and, like, dressing similar, and they they handled it so well yeah. here which is like no internet yeah it's the internet yeah, he's internet mobilizing forum. people the, and it's like oh that's perfect radicalizing people on the internet yeah 100%. that's so fucking perfect and so yeah that's how he gets them all it's like because the, obviously the, well, the thing is the like when you're in a city oh go ahead like what do you oh sorry it's just like what do you do you put out a job offering in the paper yeah but it's like no by the internet you can collect anybody from anywhere and that would make sense that he could find these people uh, who are radicalized to do this that worked so well yeah no it, it really worked well and he and you know he works on really radicalizing them well as well where yeah. and and you know that the video speeches he, when they show his video where he's like hey guys yeah, yeah. it's it's really great <laughs> so, good. so good and i think there's even the the they sort of reflect sort of batman's kind of misguided attempt in edward's thing in that clip because i think edward thinks he's speaking to other orphans like literally right. mm-hmm. but and i'm sure some of them probably are but some of them aren't yeah. some of yeah. them are just people who are angry for whatever reason however just or un or unjust their anger might be but it's so even like even his message is distorted he's he's yeah. he i i got the vibe that he is speaking to the socially impotent Sure. And, yeah. and the yeah. and the, the the people that feel like they've been victimized by a corrupt society, like it's mm-hmm. you know, right. and and that's that stands to wit that is clearly what he's going for in there, and yeah, you know, but but the way he does all the like the ciphers and the and, and the clues and everything, it's a very, it's a very great way to take a stupid character and morph him into something totally sinister. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Go on. I was just gonna say because the Riddler historically sucks. Uh, yeah, he's silly he's as just, shit. Yeah. He's just a dick. Like he's a he's a fucking smug dick. Like yeah. that's his characteristic. Yeah. And he, yeah. he's, he he's one of those dudes that like loves to be smarter than everybody else. Yeah, and and this is one of those things where you know you use that, but like the clues, like normally it would be like, oh, he left a, an envelope or something, and this time it's like, oh, he left a thumb. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. fuck. That was great. And like the thumb way drive, they use yeah. the thumb with the thumb drive and and everything, and you're just like, man, this is jarring. Like it makes me, it made me uncomfortable in a very good way that they took a character that is so stupid and made him work so fascinatingly well. Oh yeah. 
Well, the it works. It's obvious in retrospect where it's like, yeah, he's John Doe from Seven. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what he is. John yeah. Doe from Seven was like a pretentious prick. Yeah, angry uh, at the world. Loved, but this guy's a fucking. He's a fucking nerd too, which yeah. I think is a yeah. really great way of doing it too. Oh yeah, it it was it was fantastic. What did you guys think of the flooding the city thing? I I didn't mind it at the time, and I still don't mind it. But it is weird they never like set that up. That like apparently Gotham is has like levees like Gotham's an like, island. Gotham, yeah, it's Gotham's a uh, it's it's what is like a oh no it it made sense it was just uh, it was um that was probably I think the most Nolan moment I guess or the most like. Not outlandish because it's like, yeah, that's conceivable. They park those vans there and stuff, but that was the most like super villainy. Well, it's part it's the he him. is a it's, super villain. Yeah, it's the chaos. Oh, yeah. It's the chaos. Like he yeah. cre- he's yeah. creating chaos to have his final shot because it's not the the weapon isn't the bombs breaking the seawall. The weapon is everybody that's going to be at Gotham Square Garden. Yeah. No, I understood it. It's just does does it fit with that character? Because he's like Zodiac, mm. and he's like a serial killer. And then they kind of just do a Joker at the end, like very much Joker from the Dark Knight, where it's allow myself to be captured and in jail. I have a master plan that's happening. Yeah, and I guess I I, I it's fine. I, but like I think that I almost I could have used a different version of that th- just because that's been played out a bit. I'm gonna mm-hmm. say that this is actually going to tie back to the rats. Because you notice that he has an affinity or a cage, at least, full of rats. And he's used the rats right. before. Um, and, you know, the the most common colloquialism of rats is like rats on a sinking ship. They're all going to right. go the same way, which is to avoid the water. And so yeah, he sees them all as rats. And so the yeah. rats are going to be the citizens of Gotham. And he knows how to take those rats out. He's, he's just knowing yeah. where they're going to go, which is going to be the garden, because it's the only place people will be able to go. Yeah, I mean, it it makes enough sense in there. Um, it's just more of like, I I don't know. I I could see a better finale for that. Yeah, um, yeah. I understand only, that the again need only for because it. it's a little play. Yeah, only because it's a little played out. I think mm-hmm. as a as a twist because the moment he gets arrested, it's not like we're like, oh well, that's the end of the movie. It's like we know what's going to happen. Right, and he that's, has one more trick up his sleeve yeah. because they always do. They always do, and it's it's unfortunate that it we've we've come to expect it just because of the dark knight uh because that's kind of that's like riddler's really only power right is that he's uh, his beautiful brain his beautiful brain he's got to be a little bit ahead of batman um i I think they had to like Like, i i I knew it from the trailer right like what did you do it's like oh that's it's the joker like fucking being interrogated moment but like the idea that this guy who's putting his manifestos on the line that his ultimate plan would be some sort of act of mass violence be it a bomb or a mass shooting is not beyond the pale you know that's not unthinkable yeah, that's true. it's just the only difference also, is he would have done it in real life those guys tend to do it themselves rather than trying to inspire an army of people to do it right. for them that that is to me i think what saves it for me is that I, I guess I wish they did a version without the flooding itself um, because I it's that's when you get the reveal of like oh he's has he's been online uh, and he has all these fucking other people he radicalized which I think is just such a great take mm-hmm. on a Batman villain that it really like that really worked for me and then the fact that his plan is just a mass shooting 
Yeah. Which is like, gee, it's not like I'm going to freeze everybody. It's like, no, we just got some guns. Well, listen, and we're it's, well, it's a targeted shoot shooting, people. too. It's just yeah. like, Jesus Christ. It's, it's like, that's brutal. It tie, I mean, it, it's, it's, he's really loving certain ideas and themes here because, like, it kind of had to be a flood because the idea is that it's like cleansing Gotham. And it's yeah, and it's yeah. he's not targeting random citizens. He's targeting like the high the, the 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 policymakers, the decision makers of the city. Like he's trying to, like we keep saying that the problem is is systemic. He's yeah. trying to tear down the system. And, and what it really comes right. down to is the renew. Pro- like the I think yeah. we we haven't even mentioned the whole the entire sort of reason that everything is a problem which is the renew gotham project or whatever it's called i forget the renewal renewal, which has which basically became a slush fund for the mob after the wings were killed and so you'd see these kids would be looking at the renewal signs as as like they're getting eaten by rats because remember he also mentions like you'd have to wake up and you'd get the rats off of you yeah he said um the orphanage yeah yeah in the orphanage so like he grew up and, and of course like thomas wayne's death and money is the exact reason that both bruce wayne and edward nashton are the way they are they yeah. are mm-hmm. they are and everybody there is you know you, you look at the three uh main characters in that catwoman batman and and the riddler and they all are dealing with and they say it so many times but the sins of their fathers whether it's carmine thomas wayne or the corrupt um reporter uh, reporter journalist. Re- you know the guy who, who's like my father was a good man and it turns out it's like well he wasn't that good actually yeah he's kind right. of a scumbag <laughs> yeah he he was on maroney's payroll uh, and so it like yeah i mean i'm not yeah i'm not talking about it in terms of how it's motivated any of this is motivated in the plot i think it all scans in that term in that sense like all the characters are consistent as hell which is great. Yeah, that's, I really like it, appreciate it that. Feel, yeah, it feels like it put the characters first, mm-hmm. um, for <laughs> sure. Uh, do we have any thing, any any kind of final thoughts we want to get get off our our, our bat emblemed chest? It's, it's really funny because it feels like we almost didn't talk about the movie that much. Like we barely talked about t- Paul Dano or Colin Farrell. Um, or really anybody, but it's it's mainly because everybody fucking nailed everybody it. Everybody yeah, nailed like, the one. I, I was floored. The one takeaway I came yeah. from this though is, or I got from this is, I really now want a movie where Gordon is the main character. I think that would be really cool. I think that's Gotham. Uh, is that? I think that's the show Gotham. But yeah, but it's little no, boy fuck, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. it's little boy Bruce Wayne. He's there, I know. I think it would be really cool to see Batman from that lens no. of like we don't actually really see Bruce Wayne. We, because it is true is like the moment he's like in the Batcave and Alfred comes down, it like kind of takes away a little of that edge um, because yeah. he's the main character. And then they're sitting there and talking and he's giving him his cufflinks and stuff. But obviously it's called the Batman. So what are you going to do? Beat me. Um, my final thought is just my final thought is just that I really fucking like this movie. Yeah, this is what it, it really I hate to say it because it it does. I don't, I don't like to sound like a broken record because I know a lot of people, and I mentioned recency bias before, but like it really does highlight how not great of a storyteller Zack Snyder is. Yeah. Because when Here, you go from that DC movie to this one and you're like, oh, this is, this is so good. Yeah. This might be my favorite Batman movie. It's really it's good. And good. I, yeah. And I'll like it more There's, when I can pause it. To pee. There's that. 
there's that combination like recency bias i get only like i didn't like Zack Snyder's batman at all Same. so like the idea of like oh every new one gets better like it definitely is getting grittier now like well i was gonna say it gets grittier every time but i also don't think Zack snyder's is that gritty he no, says it's, it's edgelord gritty yeah it's edgelord gritty it's, it's, edgelord gritty. it's, it's what douchebags think to Nolan's, is gritty, yeah. it's like it's just funny looking at nolan's versus this and being like jesus christ like like the, the, that's not gritty at all now um i'm also curious what i would think of this movie if i just watched it on mute i feel like the music contributed to like at least 30 percent of why i like this so movie movies are a good. rich tapestry yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's the a music piece of art. is amazing. It's a piece of um, art involving a lot of cinematography. Was also amazing too. This is the color, the color in that film, right? The the use we haven't seen a Batman that relies so heavily on like the dark uh, red. Yeah, like red is and the this is, thematic color of this film, and it's different. It, right. it changes. It's changing what you know. When you think of Batman, you think of like black and yellow with the the it's the, the thing where like yeah the, yeah this movie is very much kind of like the tim burton batmans and the nolans where it's dark but it's not uh they didn't just turn down the colors like nolan did yeah and that's pretty important um god damn god. yeah movie, i think that's good my, Batman. my biggest takeaway is that it is super dark but it's not it's not dark I, in a way that's like that's like we're super dark and we had to have a therapist on set like it's like not it's just right it's just thematically that way it's just this is what the movie is about and these are heavy adult things to think about and it's intense so it's not yeah. like it doesn't feel without purpose is is i think is what i'm trying to say it's not doing it just oh, for, for like sure. for show or to be like this movie is super dark it's not for babies <laughs> it's, uh, for babies. it's definitely not for babies don't you dare bring a fucking baby in here uh it's just i don't know it just feels grown up in a way that the other movies that have professed to be grown up are just not i think the word we're yeah. looking for is mature that, yeah, like, I didn't want to say it. It's a mature <laughs> but, title, but in a way is, that yeah. you don't that actually makes sense for the word. Yeah, that's it's a good way of putting it. Where mature. Yeah, it's the kind of dark where it's like, no, this isn't actually for a fourteen-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean they'll enjoy it, but like I don't know if they will. You'll say, appreciate it more the older you get. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I this think, is a, a Batman movie for adults, which I don't necessarily agree is a good thing all the time, but I did no. like. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I also want to say, like, you know how when we watch a really bad movie, we have a lot of time in our minds to identify what's wrong with it? Like, you're watching the movie and you're bored, and so you're like, well, that shot's bad, and oh, why did they make that decision? I had the opposite like experience here, so, like, I'm going to have to see this movie a few more times, I feel like, mm -hmm. before I can really, like... To figure out what works you know or like why it works and you, like talk about it if you need and, to like i feel like my opinion is going to slowly adjust of only course. because the first time watching this it was like watching mad max where it's like just pure joy there's still and, not and many then, there's not many holes in that armor yeah. <laughs> mad max. oh mad max yeah. oh no it's still pure joy every time i watch yeah, it no it's um it, they're but, both you, but you know what i mean though. where they're, it's like they, where yeah. it's like i i got halfway through this movie and i realized like man 
I'm not paying attention to the plot or, or well, like to the cinematography or anything because I'm just enjoying the that, shit yeah, out of it. That's something I want to address real quick, and then I, I I'm done. Um, is that movies aren't like a puzzle to break? You know what I mean? Like it's not. You don't have no, to. They're not. You don't have to sit there and watch it over and over again and try to identify. Well, this didn't quite work, and that didn't quite work, or this. It's like that's not the point. Right. Of a it's movie. for me, someone right, who yeah. watches movies professionally and has had all the joy murdered. Of yeah. course. For, yeah. it's, it's in your yeah, Twitter handle, Dave. It, yeah. I know. It's 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 really special to watch a movie that does does the thing that again. prevents your brain from doing that. Yeah, yeah. That makes me just go, ah, I'm just literally well, that, really loving well, this. That's how you cut, like, yeah, it's few and far in between. It's like the big one of the biggest signifiers that the movie's good. <laughs> it's just yeah, like I'm just watching sure. it. Like. Yeah, like movies lately, there's been some really great ones, but like specifically in the superhero genre, it's been very mediocre in my head. Yeah. Um, and this is just one where I'm like, fuck, man, like <laughs> this is it. Yeah. Like, uh, like I love this. I hope it brings in a new era of filmmaking and like redefining how we do superhero films. And I, th- that's the thing is they don't, I don't want to see a Spider-Man like this, yeah. obviously. But- Actually, now that I say it out loud, I kind of do. But that would not be terrifying. Right yeah, reasons. like Spider Man from yeah. the eyes of somebody that Spider Man's catching yeah. would be terrifying. Um, yeah. I, I, what, what I think can be the lesson here is like, how can we do this with a character like Superman, where you lean into the aspects of the character that make the character who they are, while maintaining the integrity of making a blockbuster yeah. film which I think is very difficult for that character. I think it's a little easier for Batman because he uses the shadows so much. I'm wondering how it would work with somebody in the light. I think you could adjust it because this movie also brings, like one of the big problems with Superman is like, it's it's hard to come up with a problem he can't just immediately solve. It ha- but, there always has to be a moral dilemma. Or some, and that's kind of what this movie is. Yeah, like, you Batman snap its neck, beating- Tom. <laughs> Yeah, you snap his neck. No, Batman beating the Christ out of people in this movie does not ever bring him closer to his goal, really. Like, he's not really able to beat the shit out of the problem to make it go away. Like, he has to save people from drowning, you know? Like, it's like he has to try to outsmart the Riddler and keep people alive. Like, yeah, he beats up thugs along the way, but that's not really the yeah. that's not that's not the challenge yeah there's also a right. part at the in the end um where he he shifts from vengeance to savior yes. where um because you see like the dangling electronics that are about to drop into the water and he <laughs> stops the fist fighting because he's like i gotta take care of that first yeah. yeah which i think is is a very interesting choice because up until that point uh he would choose violence over right he gets like protection. the blood rage yeah. like he, as the he gets blood simple as they say <laughs> god it's so i just fucking liked it man i you know it's great it's one of those ones that you know after and it's again it's one of those everyone's going to compare it to the dark knight and i honestly think this is better well i in my see, mind my right take now on it is, is but yeah my take is that they're very different films. Yes. The same yeah. way this is different from Schumacher. People are going to compare the two, but they're not, they're just not the same genre. But they're both no. Batman Like, that's movies. the thing. They is are both Batman one movies, is like, yeah. Yeah, but Batman to me isn't a genre. Um, like, the, it, it, Nolan's did action. 
He's action. He did action thriller, mm-hmm. I would say. This is more like fucking noir drama and like like there's action in it, but it it's not really It's a thriller. There's not actually that much action in it, to be honest. Like there's what? Like three scenes? They use the action to tie the scenes together, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean that uh, the, so, the, the the highway chase scene is uh, fucking awesome. It's so, so good. It's so good. And Very so good. like and nerve-wracking. I don't yes. think I've ever yep. watched a chase scene where I've been that nervous about what's going to happen and I'm like I am a 40-year-old man. What the fuck are you having these feelings about? But it is a mm-hmm. nerve-wracking chase scene to watch. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I just don't I don't know. obviously they all have the word batman so we naturally compare them all but that's the beauty of it they all go for wildly different genres of the same character yeah and that's why i kind of love all of them or most of them yeah uh you know i think dano i think the the villains really knocked it out of the park Uh, i i really liked that zoe kravitz was playing the year one catwoman Yep. Like uh, in a way, they captured the visuals where it took me a second to hit, and then I was like, "Oh shit!" They like that's Mazzucchelli's drawings of Selena that they they use with her, and it looks perfect. Oh, excuse mm-hmm. me, it looks perfect. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Thank you. Oh man, well yeah. I, I I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we can be done. We yeah, watched um, we watched Batman. We did. We, we just, did that thing. We just watched Batman. Tom uh, and Jeff and Dave. We just watched Batman. <laughs> Yeah. Jeff, uh, thank you so much for doing the show, man. Hey, yeah, thank I, you. I kind of uh, like I texted Dave and I was like, "You guys are gonna want me for this?" Because <laughs> I was like, "This <laughs> seems like something I should do, right?" Yeah, I texted Tom and I was like, "I said something like, should we have Jeff do this?" And I said, "Like, never mind, he's doing it." Yeah, <laughs> like it was like I literally was going to text you, Tom, and then Jeff, you texted me immediately. It was like, oh, okay, yeah. Right. And I was like, you want to want to do that? I'll do it. Yeah, we all had the same no, it talk. was it was great. Of course, I would do that, and um, I think we're going to do a, a very deep review of this in in a few months when it's going to be more accessible mm-hmm. to everybody. Obviously, on yeah. we, on Tom and Jeff watch Batman, we don't like to make it impossible for you to see the thing we don't want to ruin it for you so we'll get mm-hmm. there probably it'll probably be several episodes too yeah I, so. it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be probably three episodes yeah at, yeah one for every hour yeah, yeah, at least i mean usually we do what uh, an episode for 44 minutes of whatever yeah yep I like so, that. Uh, what what do, you, what do you want to tell people? What do you want to plug? Uh, yeah, I mean, I got lots of shows. Uh, you know, I don't know if you know that, but I got Tom and Jeff Watch Batman on the Gamefully Unemployed Network. If you are a patron, thank you. And if not, uh, what are you, a dick? Uh, get over there. Uh, you can also check out... Uh, we. Uh, you know, I was just going to say We Just Watched. That's the thing you just listened to. Uh, mm-hmm. Jeff Has Cool Friends, which is available uh, at patreon.com slash Jeff May, as well as for free everywhere a week later. If you don't want to give me money, again thanks uh you can also <laughs> check out you don't even like sports and unpopular opinion both on the unpops network and just find me on the internet i'm there i'm pretty good i'm pretty funny sometimes yeah um one last thing no end credit sequence really enjoyed that there was um, oh yeah a little teaser there was a little teaser but i'm i'm kind of sick of like look if you're gonna set up a sequel do it in your movie do it in the movie yeah <laughs> yeah do it in the movie tell a complete story that sets it up don't like tack on this extra piece of shit at the end yeah. i don't know which they um, kind of did right. in the movie by giving yeah, you, they by they giving you they that show joker they show us riddler making a friend finally and his fucking friend yeah. is the joker I don't know. Also, I'm not. I'm not sure why I'm mad at end credit sequences right now. Yeah. Um. We also have a Patreon that people can check out. Um. Uh, Patreon.com/slash Gamefully Unemployed. As mentioned, you can listen to Tom and Jeff watch Batman. 
Uh, for five dollars a month, you get access to that show. You get access to Fox Mulder's a Maniac. You get access to Star Trek: The Next Futurama. You get access to Spielboys. All for five dollars a month. For ten dollars a month, you can watch movies with us yeah. every Friday night. You we can watched watch some real, real pieces of shit last <laughs> we night. We watched some pieces of shit last night and then stuck around for an hour talking about to Amazon's talk about... Bosch. So that's the kind of yeah. that's the kind of exciting <laughs> Friday nights you talking can have. Of, a show none of us have seen. <laughs> we were yeah. talking about Listen it to for an hour well long. over an hour. <laughs> an hour long discussion of Bosch. Yeah. <laughs> By people who have never watched Bosch. It's beautiful. It's perfect. Yeah. Uh, we also have a store. Head over to GameplayUnemployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, anything. Anything that creeps up into your brain. So check that out. Mm-hmm. You check goofs. it out. Yeah. Yep. All right. And uh, what? Fucking bye. Bye.